Welcome back into the first show of the brand new year. Happy 2023 to everyone and welcome into Prime Sports World. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on all of our platforms. That includes Facebook, that includes YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, so continue checking us out. Also, if you want to join us in the conversation, I have shared the StreamYard link into all of the places. So please check that out. Uh, if you want to join us, talk a little NFL action. Uh, of course, your host, David On Point, right there is my co-host. Mr. TJ Hopkins, welcome into the show. TJ, happy 2023, my friend. Happy New Year. Uh, hopefully happy you had a good – hope 2023 is treating you well so far. Yeah, I saw um, Big Blue People number two today. Um, I'm going to in a couple weeks. For those that don't know, that's Avatar, Avatar number two. Um, yeah, it was – it's it's definitely going to be, what you call it, nominated for a couple visual Oscars. Like – yeah, like it's, it aesthetically, it was beautiful. Like some of I the mean, shots. I mean, I mean, the first one was beautiful too. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the shots, some of the scenes, like it was just, it was just beautiful. So did you see it? In, did you see it in three D? No, I, I, I don't know if they have it. In, I don't know if they have it in three D. To be honest with you, actually. Yeah, they do. They have. Oh. They, they do. Yeah, they have it in three D. I could have saw it in three D. I'm like, nah, this. I just want to see the movie. <laughs> so I went and saw it. Like, yeah, this is my first time. In the theater since uh, what was the last movie I saw before this? I think Black Panther two was that long ago. (laughs) No, I went in like no, uh, whenever like a week or so after that came out. I didn't go to the movies at all in December. Like so, it's like a month in between me going to movies is quite a while for me. (laughs) Uh, I I, I usually go years without seeing a movie, but I did go see Glass Onions. (laughs) Um, maybe like three or two or three weeks ago. That was a very entertaining ride, Glass Onions. Uh, I am going to go see Avatar with my dad and my sister uh, here at, in the next couple weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but let's talk about NFL. Let's talk about the 2022-23 NFL season as we're at week number 17. And for week number 17, it represented the beginning and the end for some of the teams in the National Football League. For some, their playoff hopes just started with a clinch in a playoff spot Yes, last week. Uh, for some, they were officially eliminated from the playoff contention yesterday with losses or by performances by other teams. That includes the Jets, Commanders, um, Raiders. Um, I think that's it. They got eliminated just yesterday. Um, Jets, so, yeah, we'll, Jets, Raiders. Yeah, I said the Jets. Commanders. Jets, uh, yeah. My and I think that's it. And then it's Carolina, obviously, but we'll get to them here in a minute. Right. Um, you know, we had a couple teams, a couple teams clutch a spot, the New York Giants and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we're getting close to that time when we talk about playoff football. Let's talk about, first mm-hmm. of all, Thursday night football as we hit the Dallas Cowboys rolling into Nissan Stadium and thumping the Tennessee Titans 27-13. to Dak Prescott, 29-41, 282, two touchdowns and two picks, wildly inefficient in the first half of this game as if they trailed it. Or they didn't trail, but they were – it would look sloppy. There was 10-6 to uh, by the end of the first quarter there, or the first half. Um, Leak mm-hmm. Davis was leading rusher for the Dallas Cowboys as Tony Pollard did not play in this game. Uh, 10 mm-hmm. for 39. Zeke had the rushing touchdown. Dalton Schultz, Bobby Schultz is cutting. Dalton Schultz uh, had two uh, receiving touchdowns in this game. And then on the other side, Joshua Dobbs making his first NFL start, I do believe, as he spent a bunch of his career being a backup to Ben Roethlisberger there in Pittsburgh. Uh, 20 of 39, 232, one touchdown, one pick. Nassan uh, Haskins, as Derrick Henry did not play as they chose to rest a lot of their starters uh, for their big matchup next week. Uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Robert Woods had the lone touchdown for the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. Yeah, Josh Dobbs getting the start to the surprise of everyone, probably everyone. Um, 
it's kind of like it, it, it went about how it you thought it would go. Like obviously, like the bigger story in this game is Dak struggles. Like he, like he he has a tendency to like when he throws a pick. Usually, the like if he throws multiple picks, it's usually to the same guy. Like think about it, like Kevin Byard got him twice. I think when he played the Bears, I think Eddie Jackson got him twice. Like it's 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 weird. Like it's like. How do you throw multiple picks to the same guy? Like, how does that happen? Um, and Josh Dobbs, well, first off, congratulations. You've spent six years as a backup, and you threw your first touchdown pass Thursday. Yep. So, right congratulations. I mean, can't take nothing from him. You did it. Can't, can't take none from him. Like, that's, a, that's how you stay the course because we're not going to act like Josh Dobbs doesn't have – the backup plans of all backup plans. If yes. his NFL, if his NFL career doesn't work out, the guy is a the guy could go work for NASA today, if yeah. he wanted to. He's a straight A student when he was at the University of Tennessee. Four uh, like he had above a four point GPA. He yeah. What 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 was his major? Aeronautic uh, yeah, engineering. It's basically rocket science. Rocket science. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> basically a rocket scientist, right? Or could and, be and if like, he wanted to be. If he wanted to be like so, like let's not act like dude don't have the backup plan of all backup plans. If this thing don't work out for him, but it also goes to show me that they felt more comfortable throwing Josh Dobbs in there, who's only been there for like two weeks, over Malik Willis, who's been there the whole season. I also think that there's a, that factor in there that I think, like they the the Tennessee Titans knew no matter what they did in this game, it was irrelevant for the how their season's gonna wrap up. So I, I going up against the Dallas Cowboy defense, where they have the best pass rush in the NFL against an offensive line that's been kind of not good at all this season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna put Malik Willis out there. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign a guy, let him be in the, the roster for a couple weeks, and throw him in the starting yeah, lineup. But but at the same time, because they're only the only game that matters to the Tennessee That game had no no bearing on their playoff lives at, at all. Like they, but at the, no matter at the what, same they time, lost at the same time, I'm gonna sorry, I'm not trying to put myself. In that situation where I need a win and I'm in, uh, I mean in that was going to be the scenario no matter what though. Oh, I, but I, I I get that. But if you beat the tight, if you beat the Cowboys, say Jacksonville it, loses, it does, it does not change the scenario. Even if Jacksonville was to lose, correct. Wow. So Tennessee, if Tennessee was to beat Dallas and Jacksonville lost that game, that and meant nothing. Nothing. And then a Jackson, because I, I I was confused about it too. And then I did uh, a playoff predictor on ESPN.com. Um, okay. And they, yeah, I was like, okay, so yeah, Jacksonville could have, they could have lost to the Tennessee to the Texans on Sunday, and the Titans could have right. won. And it had no bearing on their playoff lives. So, like it still would have came down to that game, Sunday. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, because I think Jacksonville holds the uh, the tiebreaker. Okay. They so. do currently. They current right. But it, like, yeah, it, it went about as how you thought it would. Like Tennessee hug in for as long as they could, and then Dallas nipped all that stuff in the bud, and Dak stopped turning the ball over, and it went yeah, how I you mean, thought it. Would. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, this is a game that Dallas is supposed to win. Uh, their defense looked good in this game again, and so yeah, keep continue doing what you do well. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, I think it'll be interesting to see what they because now Dallas has an opportunity. If the Eagles lose another game, they have an opportunity to win the division now. Yeah. So, and we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Uh, as we swing in from Thursday, let's talk about Sunday. First game on the docket here is the Arizona Cardinals battle of the birds going into Atlanta, taking on the Falcons. 
and the Atlanta Falcons pull out the slight victory with a game-winning field goal, mm-hmm. 2019. Uh, they moved to six and ten. Arizona falls to four and twelve. Uh, David Blau, the former Detroit Lion, if you remember wow. him, he actually got the start yeah. in this game. Uh, 24-41 touchdown. Uh, James Conner, 16-79, no touchdowns. And Trey McBride had himself a game here. First NFL touchdown for Trey McBride uh, as he's um, had a pretty solid rookie season out of Colorado State. Uh, and then on the other side, uh, Desmond Ritter, another up-and-down performance, but at least he was mostly efficient in this game. 16-26, 169, no touchdowns, no picks. Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier, both had rushing touchdowns. And Kyle, Mikhail Pruitt, the backup tight end to uh, – his name is totally escaping, but that's the backup tight Stop end. Stop reporting on. Yes, that, that, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> He's been injured all season, so I, I kind of forgot his name. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, obviously I think the bigger story here uh, for the Cardinals is the Cliff Kingsbury cloud. Like, what do you do with that? Uh, I understand – you don't have Kyler. He's hurt. He's going to be hurt. Like he's hurt right now, and he's going to be hurt for majority of next season, depending on how I mean, rehab. Depending on how that rehab goes, I mean, if he's Adrian Peterson, he's back. You know, and I think Adrian Peterson is unrealistic. Adrian Peterson I am. I feel so sorry for anybody that ever tears an ACL in the NFL ever again. Because or, or, tear, or tears their Achilles ever again after right. you know Cam Akers back in six months, <laughs> right? Like, so because like now it's like, well, this guy did it in this time length, why yeah, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's just like, no, that's that's not how that works. Um, yeah, obviously, like if you're the Cardinals, you're obviously asking, is if is Cliff Kingsbury the guy to get us over this hump because. It was right, like the division was right there for the taking, kind of, right? Like you got the Rams. That Rams have been terrible, right? Rams uh, I mean, terrible. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, man. San Francisco's pretty good. San, no, San Francisco's pretty good, but like no one thought, like no one knew what to expect out of Trey Lance. Like, and That's then true. I mean, you're talking about the, when the season started. When the season started, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, like. No one thought like no one thought was what was going to happen with Trey Lance, and then everybody like Jimmy G's on a on a timetable too because one of the two things is going to happen. They're going to like he's either going to get hurt again, which is what, exactly what happened, and then everything is going to fall apart. But what's his name? Brock Purdy has come in and be like, no, I can do this. Also, the other guys on the uh, the Forty Nine ers have also been healthy. Like none of those guys have missed. Significant time like for they the have. Part, I mean, George Kittle missed some time at the beginning of the season, but for the most part, yeah, this has been a pretty healthy football right. team. No one thought Seattle would do what they're doing. Like, Evil Sammy, obviously. Like, no one thought Seattle would do what they're doing. So, like, if you're Arizona, you're thinking like this I got my healthy quarterback. I like, I know DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss at least the first month and a half, so I can prepare myself for that. And no, you're 4 and 12, you're a game better. Then the, then the Chicago Bears, who we'll get to in a second. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah, for this game, for this game, for the Atlanta Falcons, good win. I mean, good just got to continue. Des Ritter just, played okay in this game. He was at least efficient, no picks. Just uh, build on something, was, right? Just, just, just keep playing the build on. I like Tyler Algier. Like, I, I, I do think they got their running back of the future. That's a nice punch with him and um. And I like the other guy, Caleb Williams. I think is the other guy's name. Uh, the kid from Avery Williams. Uh, Avery Williams, yeah. yeah. He had a good game. He, he did not. Have, he did not have a good game. I don't he know. He had a good game. Yes, uh, but he was he was solid at the beginning of the season. Also, yes, welcome to the CEO, 
Uh, Mr. Israel Rivera, welcome to the show. Let's talk about the next game. Uh, Chicago Bears going to Detroit, getting beat down 41-10 to 10 as they could not stop the run, save their lives in this game. Uh, Justin Fields, um, the numbers are not good in this game for him particularly, at least through the air. Uh, 7 of 21, 75 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, he had 130 yards rushing. Is he got a lot of background noise, man. Can you mute that? Uh, Justin Fields, 10 of 130, 10 carries for 132 yards. Uh, Cole Komet had the lone receiving touchdown for the Chicago Bears. He's had a really nice season uh, for a guy who was a first-round pick at one point, uh, really bounced back, uh, or second-round pick, I think he was, actually. And then on the uh, Detroit side of this, Jared Goff, really efficient, 21 of 29, 255 and three touchdowns. Uh, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, all had ones on the ground, and DeAndre Swift and Brock Wright had the receiving touchdowns for the Detroit Lions as they basically beat the beat the Bears from sideline to sideline, goalpost to goalpost, from kickoff to kick to kneel. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I muted you. You, had a ton of, you have a bunch of noise, man. Go ahead. I muted you. I mean, I muted myself. Um, I don't know. TJ, are you back on? TJ's off. TJ, TJ was off. Anyways, yeah, who cares about this game? This game's uh, the Lions uh, creamed the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields had one good run, um, and the Lions took care of business. They beat the less superior team than uh, you know than, than, than what what they they were supposed to do. You know they're supposed to win that game, go into the next game against the Green Bay Packers, basically control their destiny. Uh, you know not, they not won that really. next game. Not really. Well, I mean, they win. They they they, they got to do what they got to do, and they got they need Seattle to lose. Which yeah, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not controlling your own destiny. It's the opposite. Well, of that. I mean, I mean, they control their own destiny if they if they win. If they win, yeah, you're right. It, to a sense, you're I mean, right. I mean, I mean but if, <laughs> yeah, if Seattle, if Seattle, because now that game's been flexed to prime time. If Seattle wins, that game is completely meaningless for the Lions. Right. 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 But it's 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 meaningful for my Packers though. But anyways, we'll talk about that game tomorrow. <laughs> he said we'll talk about that game tomorrow. But yeah, no, they they do what they're supposed to do. I mean, if they lose if they lose the game against the Bears, I mean, we're not talking about them, you know, potentially getting into the playoffs. So, um, you know, this oh. is what they're supposed to do. Forty-one ten. Uh, I mean, the Bears' offensive line. I mean, I said it. I mean, they let two hundred and sixty-five yards on the ground, and TJ was telling me, man, it's all rookies and backups. And I get that, TJ, but at the same time, damn, God, Lee, play with some damn heart. Play with some heart. 265 yards on the ground, that's what college teams do, you know? Um, so that, that's all I got to say about it. But uh, the Bears, like I said, going into next season, got a lot of – got a lot of uh, – got a high draft pick, got a lot of uh, money to spend. Mm-hmm. So – and yeah, I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to what they can do to build this team because they got a lot of holes on their team. Especially no. starting with the offensive line. Yeah, Justin Fields, I mean, and, and and down to the wide receivers, I mean everything. They need to rebuild, they need to build everywhere. True. No, it, it's uh what you call it? Like all this game did was allow the, the, the Twitter, Facebook, and couch GMs and coaches to be like trade Justin Fields, fire everybody. I'm like, this is why y'all don't this is why you're a menial job worker and not an NFL GM. That's exactly why, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's folks on on Twitter talking about some see like they need to trade back and get CJ Stroud. We already know Ryan Poles ain't draft Justin Fields. He needs to go get his guy. Do y'all understand how stupid y'all sound? 
Like, your ignorance is really shown. One dude on Facebook even said, and I shared it to the group, Justin Fields ain't an NFL quarterback. So if Justin Fields isn't an NFL quarterback, what is Lamar Jackson? Because the stuff that's standing about Justin Fields has been said about Lamar Jackson for years, and Lamar's won an MVP. It's true. I do think that he needs to get more efficient through the air, but I think and that'll no come with that, and, no and that'll come that, and that, and no that will come that, no that will come with offense with reps and offensive line improvement and weapons on the outside. He's got he's got some, he, he's got some amazing throws. I'm sorry, uh, Penn State just did some crazy stuff, but um, uh, he's got some amazing uh, th- uh th- arm angles the way he throws the football. He's got some moments, right, TJ. To where yeah. he 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 puts it on a dime. I mean, he's got moments, man. He's like you said, David. He needs the reps. He needs the experience. He needs a better offensive line. And also, I will say this: just like Jalen Hurst did in the offseason, he needs to go see that quarterback guru. I forget his name. I mean, also, you know, you know, funny how when you trade, give him some uh, a top flight wide receiver. Look at you know, you trade for AJ Brown there in Philly. I mean, Josh Josh Allen made his big jump in year three after he got Stephon Diggs. I mean, hey, Tua, not... Tua, 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 we were talking about Tua as a potential MVP candidate earlier this hey. season. What was the difference they traded for Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. What's rumors? What, where are the rumors out there now, you guys? That's about the Devontae Adams. Zero chance that happens. What's up, David Henderson? Long time no see, man. Hope you're doing well. Derek Carr goes somewhere else. I can see that happening, though. I can see Devontae Adams wanting out. But check it out. Okay, though, check you, it out. So like, you want out doesn't mean you get traded immediately. Exactly. Like, but check it out. The like, what I don't like is like, like so the pick of the pick that uh, Justin Fields threw, like with Detroit rushed nobody, and they like, like they're trying, hey, to, to, right, they're trying to make a meme out of that. They're like, oh, the Lions rushed nobody. Fields still threw a pick. I'm like, they nobody, did rush. They rushed three. I'm like, nobody rushes on a hail mary yet. Picks are thrown all the time. No yeah, he one rushed said, three. Like, no one says, oh, he's like, this team rushed nobody and a, a pick was still thrown. Like, in that situation, it was kind of like that. It was the end of the half. It was the end. Yeah. Of, it was literally the end of the half. So, so like, we'll, again, we'll, we'll see what the offseason holds. Yeah, all Bears. this game, all this game did was allow the couch, Twitter, and like other social media GMs to be like, Justin Fields ain't this, he ain't that. That's I, literally all it did. Moving yeah. on, let's swing into the AFC. We got the Denver Broncos going into Kansas City and getting beat 27 to 24. Uh, at least they put up some fight here in this game. Uh, Russell Wilson, this may have been his best game of the season so far. Uh, 26 to 38, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he also put in two on the ground. And Albert O caught the lone receiving touchdown for the Denver Broncos. On the Kansas City side of this, Patrick Mahomes is another day at the office. 29-42, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, who's had a quietly had a really nice rookie season here. Uh, nine carries, 31 yards and a touchdown. Jarek McKinnon and Blake Bell had receiving touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jarek McKinnon set some record. I do not know what it is. I saw it briefly when I was doing some research. Um, fifth receiving touchdown in five consecutive games. I guess he's the first Chief to ever do that. That is that is a record. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Makes just three fifth receiving touchdown in five consecutive games. Mm. Um, let me say something. At the end of the game, if you guys are going to call roughing the passer on plays like that uh, for other quarterbacks, I don't understand why you don't call it on that one for Russell Wilson because he because uh, Mr. Clark there banged him to the ground with a body slam. I thought it was Chris Jones. Or is it Chris Jones? It's Chris Jones, not Clark. Uh, Chris Jones. 
uh, banging him to the ground there, like a body slammed him there, and that should have been, uh, you know, a rough in the passer penalty right there. Um, and you could have kind of, you know, extended the drive for Denver to maybe that would have moved him possibly into some field goal range of possibilities. I think that that happened at what the forty yard line on their forty yard line, um, not Kansas City's, but uh, the uh, Denver's. So, um, but yeah, this game, I mean, the Chiefs did what they're supposed to do. I, I did not expect the Broncos to score twenty four points. On I don't the think anybody expected Denver to score. <laughs> but this, but this, <laughs> but this just shows you that the Chiefs' defense just, you know, uh, you know, God, man, I just when it goes against like elite offenses, I get a little scared. Cincinnati Bengals, you know, uh, even the Buffalo Bills, I'm gonna get a little scared of them. Uh, you know, trying to make stops. To that penalty that wasn't called, Izzy. That's the issue, I think folks have with officiating it's like it shouldn't be like Man, I, 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 i'll be honest with you i, I see it I, I think that that that's i've seen that call roughing passer a lot this season that's what i was getting at i'm like it like, shouldn't be left up to the official like to determine like like no like the rule is the rule if the rule says that is roughing then so it, this, this, you this as an what... officiating crew shouldn't be like uh, that's not roughing to me. Like, no, the rule is the because rule. of the, this, this, because this, of their this, this is what I'd like to see happen with the rule next season. I would like for you know a, a flag if it's questionable, a flag can be thrown and then it can be looked at by the power and they decide if it's considered well, roughing the passer or not. At that and that way, you have more than just one person's opinion creating a flag but, but so you, the but the problem we have with that david is we gonna run into it like what the pi rule was right no How but this is totally this is totally different because it's, because, it's because so. in pi they they would have to they would have to actually had to challenge that play like head coaches would have to i'm not talking about challenge i'm talking about it'll be automatically initiated as soon as the flag is thrown it'd be just well, like the targeting play i know I, mean, that, I know i know that has problems seen, in college football too we've seen less it happened in a rough in the past, rough in the past, a penalty being called. We have, and, and that's crazy. What I'm getting at is like the premise behind it, like whether it's a challenge or an automatic review. The NFL does not want to throw their referees under the bus, calling out like saying you missed this and you missed that on national TV is their way of saying you're not good enough, like you're not good at your job. The NBA does it all the time, though, with their yeah. officials, though. They do after the fact, like that's the point. Like, like that's what I, I, I just think that they're, they're, like there is going to be some serious conversation at the when out. There with, is so like this owners. is what's gonna happen. This is gonna, like it's gonna it's gonna have to take it happening in the big in the big time game. Like we like we saw the PI call that robbed New Orleans of going to a Super Bowl. I mean, but right? that, I mean that, it, that, that that rule lasted one year and they figured it, it last and it, it should and it shouldn't have. Like the the issue with that is like. Same thing. The NFL was not going to throw their officials under the bus. Like they, they were not going to do that. Just, and it just wasn't going to happen. And after this game, uh, we also get the the Harbaugh rumors. Uh, you know, possibly yeah. him, him yeah. reaching out yeah. and uh, did Denver. So they whatever they did it last year, and, I, I, and, and he came out pretty fast, <laughs> nipped it in the bud. Like yo, I'm not going anywhere. 
Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, see. About, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Denver here in a couple a couple weeks as we uh, move into the offseason for them. Uh, to another team, we got the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. I believe both these teams are still in the hunt for that last wild card spot in the AFC. But Miami coming up short, twenty one to twenty three against the New England Patriots. As the Wizards tried to like give this game away towards the end, uh, they were up big and they just kind of like I, I'm not even sure I don't know what they were doing there. Teddy Bridgewater, twelve of nineteen, one sixty one, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he got injured in this game, and Skylar Thompson came in. Um, you know, about the same results. One touchdown, one pick. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Raheem Moster scored touchdowns for the Miami Dolphins, at least on the offensive side. And Mike Kosicki, I like Kosicki siding. How about that? Uh, and then Mac Jones on the other side, 20 and 33, two touchdowns. Uh, he threw one to take one Thornton, who's had a solid down the stretch rookie season. And Jacoby Myers, who's bounced back nicely off of that blunder that was that Raider game a couple weeks ago. He's got back-to-back touchdowns and back-to-back weeks um, for Jacoby Myers. You know, I kind of, you know, first of all, that I texted the group. I was like, what the hell is Bill doing? I know that ain't coming from his two co-offensive coordinators. Why are you going forward on fourth down uh, there, you know, with like three minutes left? Well, what are I'm you doing? Be, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. You said that you sent that to the group. I ain't know what the hell you was talking about. I'm just being real. I'm like. Did you see, did you see what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right, David? Yeah, I got I got the red zone, so. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he went for it on fourth down. It was like three minutes left. He goes for it on fourth down instead of punting it, and almost he gave it he gave it away at like midfield, like close to midfield, right? Yeah, two twenty-eight. It was like yeah, they were at the Dolphin thirty-nine. So like, well, it was... I saw I saw uh, well, it's not even interesting, and it really shouldn't surprise anyone. Um, a graphic was put up. I forgot. I think it was on Cowherd's show. It was either yeah, it was Cowherd's show. Um, they put up Bill's record with. Every like literally every quarterback not named Tom Brady, Belichick's basically a five hundred quarterback. Like five hundred uh, coach. Yeah, five hundred coach. Like that's what he is, bro. Like he's a five hundred head coach. I mean, without- I mean, I think this year, I think this year we've seen Bill be more aggressive than he's ever been before. Can you guys agree with that? I mean, he's done a lot. He's made a lot of aggressive moves, and I think he's had to right because. He knows that this team isn't as talented offensively, so he knows he has to kind of get as many advantages as he can, uh, you know, you know, as they're driving the ball or in late game situations, because he knows he's got a stud defense. He got, but he's been, as a, he's got to steal, he, he got to steal opportunities. He he got to steal, yeah, yeah. opportunities, yeah. and he's he been got, he way got, more aggressive this year than ever before. But um, yeah. both these teams are still alive for the wild card, so I, I think, man, uh, I think uh, Miami's done. I, I think, I so mean. Too. Uh, it looks like uh, Scott Thompson. They, hey, they, bro, they, they did. They, they did rumor that somebody who somebody reached out. A veteran corporate has reached out to Miami about playing next week. I don't know who it is, but that's just one of the rumors. And I hope it's Cam so, Newton, baby. I, I, I would be interesting if it was like Colin, Colin Kaepernick. It was the what's it called? They had a film <laughs> session. They had a film session, uh, and Tua couldn't even. I think it was like the week of right. Yeah, yeah. was it the Packers? Uh, it was the He didn't yeah. even like like Mike McDaniel's is talking about plays and whatnot, and two was like, I don't even remember that play. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if if it's coming to that for you, man, you might have to. Yeah. No, I did. I said that yesterday. I said, man, look, I love the game of football. If I'm two, I love the game of football. But as much as I love the game of football, I love my health. As much as more. Exactly. And if I was him, I'm not saying if I if I am him, I'm saying if I was him, if this was me, I'd be like, you know, this is it's it. it's this it's, it. it's over with. I can't this I can't remember something. I can't do this. This I you know, 
I gotta have my scruples. You know, Move, moving on from this game, let's talk about the team that clinched the playoff spot, the New York Football Giants. Congratulations, Mr. Christian Simpson. Uh, 38 to 10 as they beat down the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they knocked Nick Foles out of this game after he threw a pick. Sam Elger came in and threw a touchdown. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. caught the lone receiving touchdown for the Indianapolis Colts. On the D, on the New York Giants side of this, Daniel Jones, pretty solid game here. 19 to 24, 177, two touchdowns. He also had put in two on the ground. Uh, Richie mm-hmm. James and Isaiah Hodgins uh, had the receiving mm-hmm. touchdown. Richie James the New York had a good Giants. Game. Yeah, he did. Seven catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. And a beautiful and a beautiful flip to. Man, that, that was Ricky Ricky James. Yeah, that was man. Look, yeah, man. Look, TJ said this after the game. The Giants, the Giants aren't going to move on from Daniel Jones, Maybe and not. he does this every year. He's he does this every year. He's, he's, he's earned he's, the opportunity to be the starting quarterback of the Giants one more season after this. Yeah, he has. Oh, okay, okay, guys. But is he is he the long term answer? I don't know. I mean, he's had one well, season under Brian him, Dayball. Give him. I mean, give him another he, season with the same system. Yeah, he I mean, he's put a he's decent offensive line. I mean, he's, 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 and, and, and as much as we like a Ricky James and Isaiah Hodgins, those are like legit wide receivers. Get him some real weapons on the outside. Like, which they should do in this year's draft. Uh, yeah, like, they, they talk about extending him and Saquon Barkley, bro. Like, they, yeah. They should do that. No. No. I, I, I've seen the eye test already. Daniel Jones in bigger games. This is – Playing the Colts, man. They put 24 up in the second. Cool. They're playing the coach. They beat the coach. They destroyed the coach. But at the same time, the second half of the season, how has he looked? How has he looked? It's been inconsistent. And that's and that's the reason why they need to move on from Daniel Jones. Because he's been wildly inconsistent. His whole tenure in New York, and I understand they made it to the playoffs, and they made it to the playoffs, but that was because Saquon Barkley was the first half of the year MVP, and everybody knows that, and they and this uh, team was predicated on what Saquon was doing. We will talk more about the Giants when we talk about their offseason whenever their season ends because that's a conversation because it's very easy to say you're just going to move on from Daniel Jones. Move on how? Like, and they're, to they're, what? Man, to get who, you, yeah, to who and to what? And you like, a, you're just, it's not as easy to just move on from a quarterback. You have no plans whatsoever to get you Derek Carr. Get no, you a quarterback yeah. that's get you a quarterback that can add, that that, you're, you're that gonna can trade actually draft, you're gonna trade draft three hundred dollars. This right, is not a team trade. that's a. Come on, moving on. Let's just move on. Uh, New Orleans Saints going into the city of moving into the Saints in the city of brotherly love and Gardner Minshew as they come out with a double up on the Eagles, twenty to ten. Andy Dalton, eighteen to twenty-two, one touch, one pick. Taysom Hill had the lone rushing touchdown mm-hmm. for the New Orleans Saints. I don't know how they scored all their points, but uh, the Gardner Minshew, one <laughs> touchdown, one pick. Miles Sanders, twelve of sixty-one. Uh, AJ Brown had a really long touchdown for seventy-eight yards, and that's the only scoring the Eagles did for the whole game. Uh, Gardner Minshew also lost two fumbles in this game. Uh, as he turned it over three times by himself. Um, yeah, this is what happens when you put back a quarterback playing. Well, we know one thing. Whoever said throw any, throw any quarterback in the Eagles system and they'll win, they, hey, not, they can kill that. We, we, didn't have, we didn't have two games of Gardner Minshew in this system. He's 0-2. I understand. He, he, was, he was he was much better in his first game. He, he was, was much better brutal. in his first game. He, he was he brutal was in this game. He was much better in his first game. Then all of a sudden, a little bit more tape got out on him, you know? Yep. And it's like, uh, okay. And this is yep. a good Saints defense. 
And this is a good Saints defense. Yeah, I don't got nothing else. I don't got nothing to say about this game, man. The Saints need to take care of business. The Eagles defense, uh, you know, I'm I'm a little disappointed with the Eagles defense here. They lost twenty points. They lost twenty points. Twenty points. Give, that's cool. But you I, you I would like to see them. Give, you only give up twenty points on. You should win. You should win that game, especially when your offense turns it over three times. I would like to see him shut him down, though. I would like to see him shut him down, though. <laughs> That's what I would like to see Philly's defense do. And also, and also, it seems like this defense is like I understand. They like only, they only gave up one touchdown in the entire game. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I would still like to see him give up give up only field goals and no touchdowns. Bro, like, 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 like seriously, like, like they had to work for that twenty points, bro. <laughs> I mean, they they only gave up they had they only gave up three hundred yards of total offense but, in this game. Yeah, no, but anyways, no, I I, I actually kind of knew that. I kind of figured that, dude, I knew that the Saints were kind of win this game. They need to win this game to kind of try to stay alive in the NFC South, even though they're not. They haven't been they're, 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 they're done. They're done. They're done. Yeah, they're done. They're done, yeah. Uh, so so moving on to the team that actually did win the NFC South. <laughs> before, before the game, they needed to win to keep with, no, keep up with the they, 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 got, they got eliminated last week. Yeah. Did they? They did? Yeah. I thought they were still alive for some reason. Nope. No. That's so interesting. Uh, moving on from this game, let's talk about the team that actually, as moving on to the team that actually won the NFC South, as nobody seemed to want to win the NFC South until somebody did. Uh, Tampa Bay going, welcomes in the Carolina Panthers. They win that game 30 to 24. And of course, Tom Brady drives him down the field for the game winning touchdown, um, as Tom <laughs> Brady does in most of these scenarios. Uh, Sam Darnold had a good game, though 23 of 37, he three did. picks or three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, it would be interesting, as TJ likes to talk about all the time, if he had been healthy from the start, uh, what yep. they could have been like. Um, DJ Moore, Shai Smith, Tommy Tremble all had touchdowns in the, in, on the air. Devontae Foreman <laughs> didn't have 200 yards rushing in this game, 13-35. <laughs> Tom Brady, 34-45, three touchdowns, all to Mike Evans as he had a hat trick of touchdowns. Tom Brady also put one on the ground. Um, I'm, with the I'm just saying right now, he gets my game ball of the week, bro. Six catches, 200 yards. Three touchdowns. Yeah. I, like, I, like how Mike, I like how Mike Evans waits until my fantasy season's over to show up. Because Mike Evans doesn't care about your fantasy season. Yes, he um, does. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, real talk, the play of this game wasn't even a pass or anything. It was that punt that that rookie punter did to, to basically save the day. Bro, I was right. Bro, y'all be wrong, bro. They were eliminated when Green Bay beat Minnesota, bro. Y'all – what? Tweaking, bro. Really? The Saints were eliminated when Green Bay beat Minnesota. My bad. Go, go. We 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 move oh, forward to the box. How, how how does the Saints? We go back to the Saints. How does that have to? It Yeah, they were eliminated from the NFC South contention. That's exactly that's exactly what I was just. Well, that's what I was talking about the last. Well, that's what I was talking about in the and last game. Already, they, they were never. They were already eliminated from winning the NFC South. No, they were eliminated when Green Bay beat Minnesota. How, how does Green Bay winning beating Minnesota have anything to do with the NFC South? Right. <laughs> no, that's no, that's what it, it says. It says uh, no. What is it? Well, here, I just saw it right here. Just saw it. Um. Anyways, keep going, guys. Go ahead. I'll, I'll put it in the group chat. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, Carolina tried to resort to the running game here. They, they basically out contention. My bad. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens. Everybody was always the better team. They were always going to win the division. It was just only a matter of time before they decided uh, to actually want to win the division. The 19th 
division crown for Tom Brady. He's won 19 divisions. He's only titles. he's only missed the playoffs one season with one when he was season. fully healthy. One. What, like, bro. Like, yeah. Like, in- playoff contention. Yeah, they were eliminated when Green Bay from playoff contention when, when Green Bay beat Minnesota. Okay, we're not That's what it was. Playoff. We're talking about winning the division. We're not talking about playoff contention as a whole. A- anyways, not, not that it, not that it even matters. Carolina has a nice story. Uh, you know, they came yeah, on so, strong down the end. Um, as TJ so likes like, to bring up, yeah, if they like, had maybe if they had Sam Darnold from the from the jump, maybe we're talking about a different scenario here for Carolina so this like, season. All right, so like, I think the real question is like, hey, if you're Carolina, do you remove the interim tag from Steve Wilkes? I don't know. I, I think you take yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think you see who's available because um as much as uh, as much as as much as we like to talk no. about you know what Carolina did, they're still a six and ten football team who will played better down the stretch, but not that much better. I, I would I, w- I wouldn't be so quick to just pull the trigger on making him the intro. I would see who else is out there. Great game by Tom This is best game of the season. That's all I got to say. They did what they had to do. Win the NFC South. That's it. Moving on to the what's bad, but between uh, Cleveland and the Washington Commanders, 24 to 10, mm-hmm. as they basically end Washington's season here. And Carson Wentz mm-hmm. did not help them with that. He threw three picks in this game. Brian Robinson, nice rookie season. Nice story there with him coming back from getting shot earlier in the season. Uh, 24 of 87. Logan Thomas, good showing for him. 6 of 56. Deshaun Watson had his best game of the season by far. Um, nine of 18, 169 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Chubb over a hundred, over hundred yards in this game as well. Mari Cooper, two touchdowns and Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, one touchdown in this game. He had a really nice season bounce back from what was a so-so season the season before. For what it's worth. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Every, now everybody wants to, you know, crap on the crap on Washington for going back to, Carson Wentz and when Taylor Heineke was playing, let's be honest, Taylor Heineke was playing so so ball when he was playing when he had I mean, to start. They, they were anyway. they were not winning games because of Taylor Heineke. They were, they were winning, not winning games. They were winning games despite him. So I just want to know what would they say if Tyler Heineke went out there and threw the three picks like versus Carson Wentz doing it. Like I just want to know what the narrative would have been then. Versus what it is now, because all it does now is just see. I told y'all they shouldn't have played Carson Wentz. They should have stuck with Heineke. Blah, 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 blah. Well, if first off, if Taylor Heineke was that guy, as David liked to point it out, and Izzy liked to point it out, if Heineke was that guy, you don't trade for Carson Wentz in the first place. I was a big believer. I was already saying. I was already saying Carson Wentz gave you the best chance to win. I, I still. Anyway. I still Believe that. Know, I still, I still do believe that he does give you the best chance. And you know, and you know who else believes that? Tyler Heineke, because you just he he said that start of the season. No, I'm the backup. You don't bring a guy like Carson Wentz in and expect him to be the backup. Like I'm gonna yeah. do my part and not and all of this out of that woo woo. And hey, it is what it is. You just you're just upset that Carson Wentz missed basically a month of this. Well, a month or longer than the other season. 
I mean, uh, this is a. I mean, this is the Browns defense that 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 can play up to this type of potential, right? Uh, turn the quarterback over three times. Yeah, this season is basically a wash. This season. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I think when when you look at when we talk about the offseason, we'll be talking about that, right? Like uh, the Sean Watson starting from week one, and this Browns team could be very yeah. dangerous in the NFC. Uh, uh, but I mean, that defense is still talented. Have, they have to find a way to resign. Like they signed a bunch of players on one year yeah. contracts. Like that, they're not going to be able to resign once Deshaun Watson's mega extension kicks in. Like, like you know, they get through the season. And they you still got the you still got the Kareem Hunt. Yeah, uh, what's called the situation? Like he might be, he him? might be, he might he might be a free agent. So okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. I've been. We'll, we'll, talk, about about the we'll talk about yeah, it. when we get into off season stuff. Um, let's move on from that game. Let's talk about the first game in the late afternoon window. Jacksonville Jaguars put the thump in on the te- Houston Texans as everybody expected, thirty one to three. Trevor Lawrence didn't even have to play well in this game, and they beat them by twenty eight points. Uh, Trevor Lawrence Defense, man. One, one pick. Uh, G.J. Beathard came in and threw another interception. Uh, Travis Etienne, Michael Hasty, and Snoop Connor all had r- rushing touchdowns in this game. As Travis Etienne went over 100 yards in this game as well. Uh, Marvin Jones, leading receiver for the Jaguars. Uh, Dave, Izzy's boy, Davis Mills, struggled in this game. 22 of 42 of <laughs> Uh, Jeff Driscoll came in, and for some reason they keep putting Jeff Driscoll in on random times during Houston Texan games. Uh, Davis Mills was also the leading rusher for the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. and Brandon Cooks four catches for thirty. I can't believe they had a nine. They had a nine game losing streak against oh. Houston. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, was that at, was that in Houston or is that yeah. just overall? Uh, that was in Houston. That know. might be overall, bro. Like that's, that's, overall. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Um. Like, but I got I, I agree because I mean you, Deshaun Watson was on there for so long, right? Um, well, yeah, and 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 Saxonville only lasted the one season. One right? season. <laughs> so hey, that that legit might be you know overall like home away it didn't matter. You ain't losing to the Texans. Um, what was it? Um, yeah, man, they have been, Jacksonville's defense is really good. It has been really good, uh, you know, these last couple weeks, man. Yeah, it's the I'll first say victory. That. It's the first victory over the Texans since 2017. Yeah, so it's not yeah, just overall. at home. It's just overall. It's not just at home. It's, it's overall. That, that's that's crazy. That is that's that crazy. Is, that is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> that is terrible. Um, yeah, that that is that is god awful. Uh, yeah, if you're Jacksonville, it's first off, it's nice to. Finally, have well get back into the meaningful football conversation, right? You're in a win and you're in a win and end scenario, which you're probably going to be the no, no, you're probably favorite to win that game against the Titans. There's no problem mm-hmm. about it. They they are for sure going to be the favorite. They are favored, yeah. So, um, I what you call it? Um, I just what you call? I just kind of want the hype the trevor lawrence hype to slow down just just a tad like he's having a nice season he really is but all this he overcomes adversity nonsense needs to stop because we're not that far removed from him going a whole calendar like a whole month without well, throwing a touchdown pass. well like, i, I think that the adversity that they talk about is the fact that you know the urban meyer uh, herbert meyer era was not a was not, well that's and, and and that's what i'm saying like so it's like stop saying he overcomes <laughs> that because he played terrible during that. Like he, they, they were. He was terrible. The team was terrible. The changing factor yeah. was what's it called? Doug Peterson being hired, right? Like that is the changing factor. That's the that's the changing factor. You're right. They was all terrible, but like, I mean, overcoming, you look at overcoming it. that, overcoming the adversity would 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 be would have been him and that team playing 
still playing good football even 100%. with I mean, Urban Meyer. Wait, 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 I, I don't know if. I don't know Trevor Lawrence's life, but I don't imagine he's dealt with all that much adversity in his life. No, like he all he knows is one. He won in high school. He goes <laughs> yeah. to Clemson. He wins there, and yeah. But like he, he, he was basically anointed to be a first over a first round quarterback when he was like in middle school. Like well, he's so, a middle school. Yeah. His life was pretty. I would say. I would say. I would. I would say middle. I would say like junior year of high school. Yeah. Junior like year of high was, school. Was, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, they was yeah, yeah, number one pick. Carpentersville, Georgia. He he, he got Carpentersville, Georgia. Like they, like they, they were like national, like top twenty five teams. Um, yeah, no, uh, I would say like as to TJ's point, man. Um, the adversity factor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like if he was playing right, but I I would think when I look at this, the, the difference between Jacksonville this year and this last year is the coach. I mean, Urban Meyer, you a college football coach. You're not. You, you weren't a pro coach. You move over to Doug Peterson. He knows how to utilize his talent. Um, and he knows how to get the best out of his town. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's the Super Bowl winning head coach as well. So, and and if you're Houston, right, I you're in the same situation as the Bears, right? Like people are going to be coming for that number one spot, mostly because you're not a number one overall pick spot away from fixing your team. Just like the Bears, like you have holes all over the place too. So you're going to have to entertain that 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 scenario of, hey, yo, do we trade back? And get a surplus of picks for this number one overall pick, and so on. Or do we get a Bryce Young and go and start over with him? Or do we get a uh, do we get a? Well, they, they have the benefit of having two first round picks in this draft, so and they're both going to be in the top ten. Uh, we'll get to Houston's offseason when we get to it. Uh, let's let's move on from this game. Let's talk about this. Yeah, this was the 49ers going into the Death Star and pulling out the victory, thirty seven to thirty four, in overtime against the Las Vegas Raiders. Brock Purdy, uh, probably his worst game as a game. as a starting quarterback in the NFL so far. Um, still pretty good, twenty two of thirty five, two touchdowns and a pick. Chris McCaffrey, nineteen of one twenty one, one touchdown. Jordan Mason had also had a rushing touchdown in this game, and Brandon Ayuk, who's had a really nice season, um, as he's kind of bounced back from that kind of bust talk that he had when his first couple of years in the NFL. Uh, last two seasons for Brandon Ayuk have been money, uh, nine of one hundred one and a touchdown. Jared Stidham, I think this is his first career start. Um, made, it, made it count, 23 of 34, three touchdowns and two interceptions. Devontae Adams and Darren Waller siding uh, both had touchdowns in this game. And then Josh Jacobs had one on the ground as he put in 69 yards in the uh, running game. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a Raider fan in Christian's group that said, see, I knew this team was just a quarterback away. Like, yeah, he he he's doing that stuff too. Like, yep, yeah, let's see Jared Stidham next week. Let's see. Let's see how he plays. He threw two, two interceptions this game. Let's let's pump the brakes a little like, bit. Let's see him ain't that guy. Come on, guys. Come on. Thank you. Come on. Like, let, Come let's, on, see man. How, Come let, on, let's see how he plays next week, and then let's see if you. I left that group. That's why I left that group, uh, 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 TJ, because I can't see you like that in there. Bro, I'm uh, so close. I mean, nobody, no, like nobody has tape on Jared Stidham. You throw him out against a random game, and he just happens to get lucky. Where. 365 yards passing in the game. I mean, no, this is TJ talks about all the time. All nobody's the time. got nobody's got tape on Jared Stidham. Like he doesn't play ever in New England. I don't know what he's been doing for the last two years. Backing um, up, so, backing well. up somebody else, bro. Like he, that's that's what he is, right? So like, I just hated the reasoning as to why um, Josh McDaniels made the move. Like, oh, we need to see the younger guys. Like Jared Stidham ain't no young guy. He's 26. He's only like two years younger than Derek Carr. 
<laughs> hey, but that, that was a hell of a catch by Devontae Adams, though. Oh, that, that was, was like one of the catches of the year. That was it amazing, was. you know, to put them down no, the no. red zone. Um, you know, to put them in a position to win the game. Um, whew, man, Raider season's been a dumpster fire. Josh McDaniels is uh yeah, that another another dumpster fire season as a head coach. Is, uh, uh, given this, another yeah, opportunity. This, is, this yeah, and, and I think what makes his worse is he waited. 10 years in between opportunities, right? Like, it was, yeah. like, mm-hmm. bro, like, you, like, and, like, you under the tutelage of arguably the best head coach ever, you didn't make any improvements to your coaching style. Like, what, like, what, what did you learn? It's one of those situations where it's like, dude, what did you Nothing. learn? <laughs> and, uh, I, think, uh, I, I think on the other side, like, San Francisco is big time. Like, they, they're in the, yeah. they're, in the they're, they're in the mix now for the number one seed in the NFC. Um, yeah, we have the number one seed. It's like, it if they win and Philadelphia, Philadelphia loses next week, um, mm-hmm. this, this San Francisco team is really good. Nobody they're, wants to go into San Francisco. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to go Nobody wants to play San Francisco right now. I don't know. Because I would I would play San Francisco at my house, but I wouldn't want to play San Francisco. No, 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 no. At, I wouldn't in, want in, like, in their house. I would. I wouldn't there's, want to play. I wouldn't want to play San Francisco them at anywhere. All. At all. <laughs> like, bro, like again, there's like everybody's what you call it, like everybody's worst nightmare is what happened. Everybody's like, well, depending on how you look at it, no one wanted San Francisco to be a wild card team. No one wanted that. Can you imagine being like? Like like one of those division winners, and your and your reward is to play the San Francisco 49ers in the first in on wild card weekend. Can you can 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 you imagine that? It's like damn. The only downside to this team, and I know that he's played well this you know since he's came to starting quarterback, but Brock Purdy, it's a different animal in the playoffs. Teams are really dialing up really and David pointed out he just had his worst game since being named starter, and it doesn't get any easier from here because everybody is. But, but I think be the, like, the good the good part about the game the game it was it wasn't even all that bad, but it was it was still I mean two eighty four two touchdowns and interceptions. But I mean in the playoffs, I mean that's a lot of pressure. You know you you're gonna have to make throws, third down throws, big key downs. I mean. And, you know, we don't see. He's gonna have to grow up right in front of our eyes. I, I, I like what I see so far, but in the playoffs, that's the only downside for the San Francisco 49ers. Totally agree with you on that. Um, moving on from this game, let's talk about another team that got eliminated, uh, another team that kept their playoff lives alive. Uh, the New York Jets uh, get beat by their former starting quarterback, the team that draft, the team that drafted Geno Smith, and oh, they lose 23 to, so to six. Uh, Mike White um, was not good at all in this game. I'll just call it what it is. Uh, 23 of 46, two interceptions. Um, Ty Johnson was the leading rusher. Tyler Conklin, leading receiver. Uh, Geno Smith, a nice bounce back game. 18 of 29, 183 yards and two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, 133 yards rushing. DJ Dallas, leading receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. And Colby Parkinson, the also former Jet, I think, a uh, guy in the end zone. And uh, Tyler Avery. I'm not even sure I'm not even sure who these guys are. Like Colby Parkinson, uh, coming out of nowhere, man. Guys coming out of nowhere for them, man. See, okay, so like, see, like that's the thing that made when he was there. That's the thing that people loved about Russell Wilson because he, uh, because he made no name guys look like they were actually good. Like Eric, remember the tight end Will Disley? Remember him? He's he's still good. He's just he's still yeah. He's he's just man. He's he's talented too, man. 
that's the thing yeah. like before before russ he won nothing like he, he came into the league as a blocking tight end russ made him a, a, a pass catcher like seriously okay. no seriously like, like that, that's 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 real deal holyfield like he was a blocking tight end he go to seattle they like all right well we're gonna need you to catch passes because ain't nobody <laughs> else catch pass. like anybody else from the tight end spot who's the who's the guy that killed my packers on the on the long bomb there um jermaine curse oh yeah curse yeah curse yeah yeah, like, from a, like, when the Super Bowl run, they were. I, I, I used to really like Jermaine Curse. No, no, no. whatever. But back to this game, like back to this game, like this is what, like this, this had to feel so good for Geno Smith. It had to feel great. Not only do you beat your former team, you knock them out of the playoff contention. That had to be great. That had to. Oh my god, that had to feel fantastic. It had to. And I, I think on the other side, I mean, they still got a bunch of decisions to make. I mean, what's going to be the quarterback situation hey, going into next season? Real talk, and the the one thing I like that Geno Smith did, Izzy, before you go, before you get in, the first thing he did after that game was walk over to Zach Wilson, and he told him to keep his head up and keep working. Yeah, I mean, look, we all know. I mean, Geno knows, Geno, because he's an NFL quarterback. If, if but. anybody, like, like, if anybody knows, Geno knows. Like, because not only did it happen to him, it happened to him at for the same team in the same city. They're already they they That's already a, want Zach Wilson gone, bro. They already want him out of there. The New York media is rough, man. I mean, they, you know, they're 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 gonna kill you every day if you're not if you're not strong enough and uh, if you're not playing well. At all, so and um, I mean, they, they, Daniel Jones has to deal with Zach Wilson on the other side is getting is getting killed right now. Um, and is getting killed, you know, for a few months David now. David Henderson, David Henderson is asking questions in the quotes uh, in the comments. He's like, are, <laughs> like, Izzy, are you still the Jets GM? And are you firing Robert Sala? I'm not firing Robert Sala. <laughs> that's, a, that's a running joke. Uh, no, we're not firing Robert Sala at all because the defense is. They improved tremendously. I just think they need to get more consistency at quarterback. They, they've um, improved their win total by how much? They've improved. If they, their win total. if they get a guy like three, Derek, three game or four games, a playoff team. If they get a guy like Derek Carr, they're a playoff team. They just need more consistency at quarterback. That's it, David. That's look it. Look at their record. Look at their record from last year. They they won what seven games that's this it. year? Yeah. Uh, give me yeah, some. That's it. That's it. They improved. Uh, I'll look, look, look that up, but we'll move, move it on from this game. Let's talk about the game that I'm sure Izzy's been dying to talk about all day. Uh, Minnesota Vikings go into Lambeau and get beat down 41 to 17 because either Minnesota's getting beat down or they're winning games. Like they're just pulling games out of their thin air. Um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins struggled in this game, uh, 18 to 31, one touchdown, three interceptions. Alexander Madison that never really could get the running game going in this game. Um, Nine carries for Delvin Cook. Jalen Naylor, uh, leading receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. KJ Osborne also had a touchdown <laughs> in this game. Um, Justin Jefferson struggled in this game. He basically had a mini blowout uh, during this game um, before he almost hit a ref with his helmet. Uh, oh, my God. Did you see that? You saw that. Yeah, oh, my God. Man, and I was with it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 15-24, 159, one touchdown. He felt like he got pushed after the play was over, which is you why still he can't. You still can't helmet. take your helmet off. He was on the sideline, though, baby. He was still for sure on the field. Uh, no, he was trying to hit the helmet. And AJ Dillon had a rushing touchdown. Rodgers had a rushing touchdown. 
Robert Tunyon had a receiving touchdown. His Packers went on to win this game big. I think the real big turning point in this game for me. Hold on, 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 hold on. I think the really big turning point in this game for me was when the Minnesota Vikings blocked that punt and they didn't get it in the end zone, and then they immediately then they immediately gave up that kick return for a touchdown. I felt like at that moment I'm like, this game's over. No, check it out. No, check it. Check it out. No, 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 no. That's not what I was referring to. That's not what I was referring to. That's what I was talking about. I I think that's no, no. Let me finish. All right, go ahead. No, his name isn't Robert Tanyan. It's. It's come on, come on, David, give it to me. Come on, the Packers won. I'm not giving it to you. Packers won. My Packers won. You gotta give it to me. Come on. No, I'm not giving it to you. Go away. It's Big Bob Tanyan, baby. Let's go. Anyways, I just want to say, hey, David, David, I just want to say one thing. I just want to say one thing. That's the first time he called him Big Bob Tanyan all season. That's true. No, no, I called him Big Bob Tanyan on the fantasy show a lot of times. You haven't even had him in your rankings like the last like the last three months. <laughs> when was the last time? <laughs> when was the last time Robert Tanyan was in your rankings? Like week four. Also, also, yeah, I'm I, I'm in agreement with David. When they when they when the Vikings blocked that punt and they couldn't punch it in. I'm like, I'm like, if that's that was a recipe for disaster, like you were right there, and like, they had, and they no, had it at the one yard line. You had it at like the that. one, and you and and to make matters worse, you didn't even try to go for it on fourth down. You just all you just automatically said, all right, field goal team. So you just settled for three right there. Um, um and then you had a series of missed field goals in the first half, and I just like, yeah, you missed. Yeah, I think you. I forgot how far it was, but it it, it you just shanked that one. Uh. We Kirk talked wasn't about playing it. well. We, yeah, we, we we talked about it. We talked about it um yesterday because I, I I went to a paint and sip a paint and sip for my mom's birthday. Her birthday was December twenty eighth. So we just happy uh, birthday, mom! Right? <laughs> so like we we just celebrated her birthday like today. I mean not today uh, the other day. So I'm like the game got out of hand. I turned it off and I was watching some some. Uh, I was watching another game, but I. Everybody wants to get into like you know what Jair Alexander said, and we, we might as well just go into it. Um, I don't mind the no, I, we hear like nobody doesn't mind trash talk, right? It's different when you trash talk and you single you one on one with him. Hey, it's me. Like is he like it's me? You nobody else. It's me versus you, and you you lock me up. I lock you up. Yeah, yeah, woo woo. You talk real big with your chest out when it was you and the and the safety over the top of you. That's the issue I have. Like you can't talk trash and you basically double team this man the whole game. If it was you one on one, yeah, uh-huh. talk talk your trash, hit your gritty on them, all that good stuff. But if it's you and a single over the top of you and you, it's almost like Big Brother coming to save you. It gave Big Brother vibes, big Big Brother vibes. Like it's I don't see no, I don't see he's technically still on the field. He takes he's off. still that I gotta argue against you on that because it, it'll be different if Jair Alexander was like on some Richard Sherman type of stuff, where he's like, Oh, I only got one side of the field. Okay. And I'm not he was literally taking he was Thanks, literally David. going along with Justin Jefferson the entire game. Um but I mean, he did a great he did a great job at at, at stopping so, okay. Justin Jefferson, once again, once again, and everything like that. 
What's okay? So he traveled with Justin Jefferson. He, was a safe? Was a safety not still over the top? No matter where he traveled. <laughs> but that's but, but David. Yes. You know that's how everybody's been guarding him, bro. That's, right. that's how everybody's been guarding him. Single high safety in the back. Well, what, everybody's well, been guarding him like that. But why run? Zion Alexander had a good game like, here. Like he, uh, he had a good game, bro. You should, should be allowed to talk a little mouth, shit. Why 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 run your mouth like you single handedly shut him down when that's not the case? You didn't do it. And I feel like we're, we're just like we're just Izzy, nitpicking Izzy, here. Izzy, like this is to your like, No, it's not. Izzy, hold on. To your adjustment claim, like, all right, so like the first game of the season versus now. The issue I have with that is like you knew like you knew who you were playing first game of the season. Why not why would you not come out in the first game of the season single high look? Jair, because like we, Jair already they got cooked that. the first game. They, I mean, Jair. they got cooked. They, 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 he got cooked the first game. That's why he took it personal in this game. No, but like, what he took it personal. Like, no, no, no. But so what I'm getting is like, you knew who you were playing. Like, you, like, you knew who you were playing. Like, for you to come out and say, like, we didn't have a plan, like, that's terrible. Like, you waited till week 17 to make adjustments. Like, you knew who you were playing. And what David Henderson is saying, and what David Henderson just commented is correct. Because Justin Jefferson made it seem like he was on Jair all game, and he was cooking Rasul Douglas too. Anyways, um, I will say this: the kickoff well, return. Rasul Douglas um, ain't the one out there calling it a fluke and whatnot. And everything. I'm just. No, I'm so, I, hear you, I hear you. I would say the 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 kickoff return touchdown. Yeah, that was huge. huge. That I was think huge. that was huge. I think that the, that touchdown right there set the tone for the Packers going forward. Uh, after that, and I want to say and, something. And, 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 then, and then the immediate next drive, I mean, Kirk Cousins throws that pick six, and, like, you guys got 14 points, right? Bam. Like, that, that was the end of the game. The game was over at that point. And that was it. And that was right after the field goal that David uh, amended right. to where the, the, the block punt and you were on the one-yard yeah. line, you could have capitalized and scored. You got the field goal, you kicked it off, and they, we returned it back for a touchdown. That was all she wrote. Um, I want to say this about the Packers, though. The running game's getting going. They have – how many takeaways do they have? I know they said 12, but now it's probably up to, like, 14 or 15 in the last three or four games. Uh, so the again, defense uh, is again, playing much better. Again, this has been my – this has been my gripe with the Packers all season. This is – like, this how you – like, this is how you should have been playing the entire season, the entire time. This is what's – like, this is what's been so frustrating. Like, you waited it, – it's basically you waited till the clock damn near hit midnight to be like, oh, wait, this is how we should be playing. This is how we get back into – like, you can't afford to do that. We had we, – we had injuries – we had, we had injuries. We had don't, a lot. Don't, don't make excuses. No, no, I'm not making excuses. You're right. We should have been playing like that. The Packers should have been playing like that from the from, from the jump, right? Because I, I even alluded to it. Oh, my God. No fly zone. Oh, they were, being, they were getting torched the first half of the season. Oh, my God. Uh, they got a pass rush for Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. Well, they were 26 in the league in sacks this season. But the last – it's all, it's not about always how you start. It's about how you finish, right? In the four and all the last four games, in the last four and games, they have 18 takeaways, and, and they have a lot of sacks. And it's funny that you say because you know what they're going to point out if they lose that game to Detroit, they don't. They're not going to. They're not going to care about them winning the last handful of games. They're going to be like they got off to a slow start. They tried to play catch up, and they ran out of time. And they know. And then, the offense, and then the offense, the offensive line has been inconsistent as well. I mean, you know, kind of easing Bakhtiari back into that lineup. 
He's been playing well of late. The running game's kind of getting going a little bit more now of lately. Um, I mean, the and Rogers, running also with the, the running game should have been the, the leading catalyst the entire season. We will talk more about the Packers tomorrow as they're in a win and in scenario next week. Uh, let's move on to the final game in the late afternoon window. We got the Los Angeles Rams going into also Los Angeles and getting beat hey, down by the Chargers 31 to 10. As Mike Williams just put on a clinic of how to catch the football during this game. Uh, <laughs> if, if you've not seen the one handed grab that he had when he was like, spinning, nasty, so nice. Um, but yeah, Baker Mayfield came back down to earth a little bit here. 11 of 19, 132 yards. <laughs> K makers, 19 carries for 123 yards. As he's really bounced back here towards the end of the season, um, probably will be the starting running back for this team next year. Uh, Malcolm Brown had the lone rushing touchdown. Van Jefferson, leading receiver for the Rams. Hey, the Chargers, you play? Oh, go ahead. Chargers, Justin Herbert, 21 of 28, 212, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, another amazing game for him. Uh, 10 carries for 122 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Williams, leading receiver. And Gerald Everett and uh, Donald Parham Jr. from the XFL uh, had the receiving touchdowns for this team. And I wanted to, and I want to say this for young players, uh, like probably in the NFL or even in college or high school, uh, Cam Make is a great example of how, you, how the hell you get out the doghouse, okay? Keep your head down, you work hard, you keep playing football, and he has been amazing uh, the last, what, four or five weeks, really, right, Too David? I mean, he's I know it don't mean nothing. I know it don't mean nothing, but you know what? When they when they come back, I, 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 I think it's what, important what, what, for next what, 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 season. I mean, we're talking season, about yes. Cam Akers, who's in the doghouse and couldn't, couldn't play. It does, too bad it don't mean nothing towards like their season. For him, yeah. it's everything. Yeah. Yeah. For him, yeah. it's everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For him, it's everything. He got out the doghouse playing good, just playing good. And this goes for everybody in sports, even basketball. You're in the doghouse, you're on the end of the bench. Keep working hard, keep playing. Whenever you got your opportunity to be called in a game, make plays. Make plays. Be ready. Hey, makers, man. But yeah, the Chargers. I got nothing to say about this game, man. The Chargers, man. I mean, David called it, man. Chargers, man. They look better than AFC West. Obviously, if you're the Chargers, you're playing for a better a, a better playoff spot. You don't want to draw like you definitely don't want to draw the Chiefs as your first game. <laughs> like you well, they're locked like, in, they're locked into the six seed, so they the least they can go is six. If uh, the Ravens were to lose, I think they would jump the Ravens uh, into the five seed. But they they can't go lower than uh, who would they play if they were the five seed? Right, who would they play? Whoever wins the NFC AFC South. Oh, oh, well, I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers to win that wild card game. Anyways. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I would say? The, the, only, the only thing about the Chargers, they're playing great, good defense now. They're, they're clicking on all cylinders here. Um, I would love to see a little bit more out of, like, Gerald Everett. I mean, I know Mike Williams is, is great and Keenan Allen is great. I just I need that third guy and that passing. I mean, they don't have I mean, it's, it's, I mean normally it's Joshua Palmer, but I, I'm not yeah. sure he played in this game. Or what no, it was so. I would love to see that security blanket for Justin Herbert when those two guys are kind of getting locked down a little bit. I would like to see Gerald Everett step up a little bit. Um, but Austin Eckler's Austin played Eckler, great down the stretch. Austin Eckler was fun. Austin Eckler's man, he's yesterday. fantastic, yeah, bro. Uh, fantastic. He's been fantastic all season. Let's be real. All season, bro. All season. So yeah, like yeah, dude, uh, if you're the Chargers, you you just you just want that high. You just want the higher playoff. So uh, now. Did uh Derwin James did he get a limit? Did he get tossed out this game or Who? or was that the last game? Derwin James was it yeah, the last, last game? game. Last game. That was the last game. Got tossed out. Okay, okay. 
David, the scenario you need to happen of, I think what you need, I think what needs to happen is like, I think Cincinnati needs to lose tonight. And then that would make, what you call it, that would make uh, Bengals, Ravens next week for the division. And if Raven, and if the Ravens were to lose that game, that's when the Chargers no, would jump. No, if the if the Ravens lose next week, the char and the Chargers win, they're the five seed. There's no other scenario. The Cincinnati's not involved. Hmm. Well, I'm saying like Baltimore's in like. Well, I was getting at that. If Baltimore, like, if since he loses tonight, that makes next week Bengals Ravens for the division. No, it's, it's the for the division, no matter what. Pretty sure. Ooh, 35-14. Oh, Cam Rising got knocked out. Cam Rising got knocked out of the game. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, 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 I saw no, 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 I see, I see. Oh, uh, he took yeah. that, that that knocked them out of the game. It was it was it was pretty bad. I, I, actually, I'm, I, I'm wrong. Actually, if the Bengals do win today, yeah, they they lock up the division. Right. But the Ray, I mean, Ray, either way, if the Ravens lose, they're the five, they're, the Chargers would end up with the five seed. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, uh, let's talk about the Steelers and the Ravens and Sunday Night Football. Uh, as the Pittsburgh Steelers pull out the victory, and they can still have a chance to have a winning season under Mike Tomlin uh, as he refuses to. <laughs> and they can the make the playoffs. Yeah, they could make the playoffs. There's got a lot of things that have to play out their way. Uh, basically, everybody has to lose but them. Uh, but yeah, Pittsburgh 16 to 13 over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, also, the Ravens really miss Lamar Jackson. He's the engine that makes mm-hmm. his offense go. They look stagnant as hell without him. Uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, kind of an up and down game, but that game when he drive, he threw two dimes in a row. Uh, really showed the mental fortitude of this young young football player. Uh, 15 and 27, 168 yards and a touchdown. Najee Harris, 22 carries for 111 yards. Pat Fryer moved. Uh, three catches for 36 yards. Najee Harris also caught the game when he touched down in this game. Uh, Tyler Huntley, it was okay here. He threw a uh, bad four, pick, man. He, he did throw a bad pick. Uh, basically At the end of the this game, game man. Uh, 14 God. and 21, 130 yards, touchdown and interception. J.K. Dobbins, 17 carries for 93 yards. Mark Andrews, nine catches for 101 yards. And Isaiah Likely, uh, who's had a solid rookie season at the tight end position for the Ravens, uh, caught the lone receiving touchdown for this team. Well, it's, it's two things that uh, – it's this it, 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 both quarterbacks have the same place they are. One going back to Philly, New Orleans, Gardner Minshew just proved why Jalen Hurst is the MVP, and Tyler Huntley just proved why the Ravens need to pay Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, they mentioned well, TJ. You know what they mentioned yesterday? They they mentioned Chris Collinsworth made a good um he made a good comment yesterday. He said, "Man, if if Lamar if Lamar ended up going somewhere else." Like, how long would it take for this Ravens team to kind of translate to regroup, to, to regroup and get a, a difference? Because they literally have the built this team around Lamar Jackson. And he, he ended up, ends up going somewhere else. They would basically have to start from scratch. They basically have to start from scratch, man, and push the reset button a little bit here. Because they've been done nothing but draft tight ends and running backs and power offensive linemen. And, and, and you know, everything that, like, kind of – predicates around Lamar Jackson, um, they really miss him, man. Uh, and, oh, you know what? I'll say this about the Steelers. I, I mentioned to a Steelers fan, man, this passing game is garbage. And he said, oh, no, it's not garbage. He's, he's, uh, Kenny Pickett's at least completing 55% of his passing. Like, dude, that's, it's garbage. That's, that's, he, that's not a flex. That's not That's <laughs> not good, bro. That's not good. I'm trying to t- – I'm like, I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, bro, they completed nine passes before those last two drives. Like is the Pittsburgh and, 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 and buddy and for buddy be like that fifty five percent bro NFL average is sixty it's sixty and I said I like to see my quarterbacks between sixty four and sixty eight percent 
And, you know, and I, and, and I said this, look, man. I said, and, and, and my thing is with the Pittsburgh Steelers is this defense, this defense kept them in the game. But I always, I wonder, if Lamar Jackson played this game, the Ravens would have won. Like like the saving grace for the Ravens is that they're still ten and six. They're ten and right. six, right? They're still yes. ten, like they're still ten and six. And, and, and they still, still have a ch- and they still have a chance to win the division, which is crazy. Right. They're still they are still in this thing. So that's that's their save that's hardball saving grace right now. But mm-hmm. for all the folks that don't feel like Lamar Jackson is worth Whatever he's asking for, because we to this day we don't know. I leg- I said it at the start, like it's and it's not. And I love how they just keep forgetting about Roquan Smith. Like if that if you feel like he's the linebacker of the future, you gotta pay him too, right? Like like I, I don't think Roquan gonna go into next season playing on the t- playing on the tag. Right? I, don't, I don't think either no. of those guys are gonna play on attack. I don't think year. any of those two. I don't think any of those guys are gonna play on attack. So, and I pointed that out when they made the trade for Roquan. I'm like, I don't. That's the underlying issue. You not, you now have two guys. And, that and, you and, pay. Not, not to mention I'm Tyus Bowser's contract's coming up here. I mean, this is roster's gonna get expensive before. I don't think the Steelers make. I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs. I think they have too much. I mean, and they could get the one same winning the winning another winning season under Mike Tomlin. But this team has played well. Uh, as soon as as soon as TJ Watt came back, the team started playing. I mean, I mean, the Dubis, the miss, Dubis had the season, but still made the Pro Bowl. That that pissed Eddie Jackson off to the umpteenth power because Eddie Jackson was completely removed from the ballot. He like, how the hell somebody missed a quarter of the season or more? And stay on. Y'all took me off after I missed two games. But that's not you know that that his issue is not with TJ Y. His issue is with the system. But nonetheless, it, it's not a here nor there. Like if you're the Ravens, like you played good football for fifty nine minutes and forty five seconds, I guess. Maybe yeah. man, <laughs> this is a this is a man, and this is another what um like one score games. How many games have they lost? That they lost. I mean, this team could be – they could have 13, 14 wins. What was it, the Dolphins? Yeah, the Dolphins game, the, the Jacksonville game. I mean, every, they've had a lead was in every Buffalo game they lost. Did they, did they lose to Buffalo? They lost to Buffalo, right? I don't, I don't okay. know. Remember, I don't, I don't remember if they played Buffalo or not. They played mm-hmm. Buffalo because it was – like, remember, it was like it was raining real hard. I think that was last season, man. <laughs> no, that was this season. Yeah, but but man, you know, honestly, what, what, what I think, like I said, man, the Steelers uh, passing yeah, game. They, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They lost to the Bills, twenty-three to twenty. Yeah, that was one. And then, and then, and then, you know, here's here's another thing. Here's another thing, guys. And we close it on this. Steelers fans, uh, you know, a lot of us, these guys are saying, "Oh well, if we would have just started uh, Kenny Pickett out the gate, we would have made the play. We would have been easily made the playoffs." No, I'm you like, no, you wouldn't. Have. No, you wouldn't, <laughs> no, you wouldn't have, man. So, like, oh, dude, I, come on, bro. I got like, up. So you got you lost to the you lost to the Steelers one score. You lost to the Jags one score. You lost to the every every game they lost has been one score. You lost to the Giants at one score. Yep, Buffalo, <laughs> Dolphins. Yeah, all your six losses were one score games. Like outside of outside of uh, Cleveland. And it's not like Kenny Pickett. It's not like Kenny Pickett is 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 like. 
I mean, yeah, the last two games, yes, he has kind of – he played well enough to, for them to win. But it's not like in those games he would have made the uh, difference, you know. Um, I mean, he's got nine – he's got six touchdowns to nine interceptions. And I think he's only completing like a that, little that, that, over that, that six touch, That touchdown he threw last night was – Was a dime. Was, was incredible. Yeah. Yes. It was a, it was incredible, but I mean, yeah, man. I mean, Steelers fans, you got you got you got to pump the brakes on Kenny Pickett a little bit. I don't know what he is. He has similar numbers to Mitch Trubisky, as when he was a rookie in, in the Bears. So you guys saying that Mitch is uh, Mitch and Kenny Pickett are? I'm like, dude, he got similar numbers to Mitch when he was a rookie. So he's got to get better and get the reps. I don't think he's that guy. And I said this. I said if if Kenny Pickett struggles next season. I say you tank and you go get a, a, a franchise because a you don't want to waste his defense. You don't want to waste T.J. Watt and you don't want to waste the rest of Cam Hayward's career who's having a Hall of Fame career. Um, I, so, I mean, he's, had, he's had a Hall of Fame career easy. Easily, easily. So, But, yeah, that's been our week number 16 results recap so far as Monday Night Football gets ready to kick off at 8.30. Uh, I, man, I, I, I'm ready to watch this game. It should be the probably the – hopefully it's the best, best Monday Night Football game. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, the primetime games of late have been not good. So <laughs> let's, just, let's just put it that way. Uh, but, yeah, thank you very much for joining us all. Uh, this has been our Week 17 so far recap. I've been David Huppin right there as the CEO of Prize World, Mr. Israel Vera. And then my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Thank you very much for joining us. Tomorrow we're going to break down Week Number 18. Uh, we're also going to break down Monday Night Football as whoever wins this game has the basically is going to probably be the number one seed in the AFC um, between Bengals, Chiefs, and Bills. So uh, we're also going to give our game balls. Uh, Izzy, it looks like TJ dropped from the show, but Izzy, what we do hit the prime, my friend? You know, everybody, we bring the heat, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Bring the heat. And uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast as we bring you daily content. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow and every day this week. So keep an eye out for that. I'm David Huffman right there as the CEO, Mr. Israel Vera. You all have a great night and stay safe out there. Peace out. Peace out, brother.